Welcome back to the Live Life Complex podcast. This is your host. My name is Diego. And this episode is a special one. I have a friend and fellow footballer um, and influencer here to talk about working out from home. So, so Hale, you have your own YouTube channel and Instagram where you talk about, you know, what your life is like as a footballer and your journey to playing professional football. That's correct, right? Exactly. So, Diego, what's up? Thanks for having me on here. So yeah, I have my own YouTube channel where I'm I'm basically sharing my journey as a footballer. I have um, basically been playing overseas in Europe for a bit. I grew up in Ottawa, Canada, and then I'm also studying on the side, so I'm balancing that. But the the YouTube channel is mainly about just sharing my journey and then everything else that's basically comes along with it yeah that's amazing i respect that so much like being able to balance the you know like school and you know you play a high level of football as well like much higher than me so you know i can't imagine uh, being able to balance that it's incredible and your youtube channel as well like you just put out a video um you put out the 60 seconds uh introducing yourself and that's a really that's a really good concept i should make one of those too but so for anyone listening to this podcast that wants to know more um about sohail i definitely recommend going to watch that and in fact you do have a video as well uh interviewing other professional footballers um about their routine in quarantine so this podcast is going to be similar to that but i'm hoping to sort of condense that information and what you've learned listening to them and what you've learned experiencing uh you know getting creative working out at home uh on your own so i have a few questions here and um i'd love to start just by asking like how it's been you know in quarantine working out from home like how has that been different from your routine otherwise yeah so it's it's definitely been difficult i think um not having team practices not having games and then all the gyms being closed too a lot of people are out of their usual routine right now. So right now I found what is really helpful is just kind of looking around you and seeing what you can do with what you have. So a lot of us are stuck at home. What I've been doing personally is doing a lot of home workouts. So I work out every single day. I'm doing a lot of body weight workouts and then I'm also being very creative with what I do. So I've been lifting furniture. I've, I've been looking around whatever I can lift around the house just to keep myself fit and to keep myself improving and then I've also been doing a lot of ball mastery workouts and just doing whatever I can to basically keep improving that's really dope and I've seen on your Instagram as well you're lifting I think was it a sofa that I think <laughs> right exactly exactly because we've been it's been a couple of weeks now right and body weight workouts are great but you hit week two you hit week three and then your, your body's used to it so you always need to be finding ways to keep improving until things open back up again yeah 100 it's hard to sort of build muscle and gain mass by working out at home you can tone your body really well and you can you can strengthen and you can build your muscle stamina in a way it's very difficult to to build mass which is something that we're both that we're both definitely trying to do i think right yeah exactly so the the first couple of weeks now i've barely done any cardio i've really been focused in on trying to gain mass which it's definitely difficult when you don't have access to a gym, but uh, I've actually noticed a couple a couple pounds up now. So so that's been pretty good. I've been eating a lot, and you know the struggle too with trying to get in a lot of calories, um, being a footballer. But um, yeah, I'm basically trying to eat a lot, trying to gain some mass, and it's been working out. So it's been it's been pretty pretty well so far. Yeah, I've been I've been doing the same thing. Just I haven't been doing as much cardio, and I've I, I I've noticed a some weight gain as well but you know that's easy when you're not doing cardio like as soon as you start hitting the field with your team like you'll lose so much weight so fast and um so that's why like in the season it's very difficult 
but I'm glad it's been working out well for you. And, uh, you know, the body weight workouts there, your body gets used to them over time. But what do you think about doing them for a longer time? For example, let's say you can do 30 pushups easily, but instead of doing reps, I found that timing, like doing workouts for, uh, timed sets, I guess it has been a lot harder. Um, than, than counting reps. Have you been experimenting with like reps first time or how's, how's it been? So personally, I haven't tried timing too much in the last couple of weeks. Definitely a cool idea. Definitely will take that into consideration. Something I have been doing a lot is just going to failure. So instead of, you know, doing 12 reps, 20 reps, 30 reps, I'll just keep going until I literally can't go anymore. And I found if you do that consistently with a lot of sets, you will actually be sore the next day and and it won't be something where it's like two, three weeks and you're still working out the same thing. Like you're always improving because you're going to failure. So that's something I've been experimenting with. It's been working so far and yeah, I guess I guess we'll see how it goes until gyms open back up again. Yeah, no, I've been feeling that too. And I never really realized how hard um, like a body weight or even just with like holding two 15s because I only have two 15s. Yeah. But like a body weight leg workout can be if you do it with like no, with very minimal rest in between each um, exercise and you do a circuit. Bro, like I, exactly. I don't know if it's my legs or for the fact that I've <laughs> just been like mostly sitting down working in quarantine, but yeah. they're tough. They're tough. Are you Are you working out every single day right now? Yeah, yeah, I've been working on it every day. Yeah. Okay, and you don't, do you get sore the next day or you just, you just yeah, I get sore it? for like that body part that I was at, but you know, it's not super sore to the point where I can't actually work it out again. It's, yeah, it's actually kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah, okay, cool. It, it seems like it's it's just about finding the balance. Like if your upper body's sore, then the next exactly. day you do lower body and then just keep going between the two. What equipment do you have just to quickly go over? Yeah, so right now I have a 20 pound dumbbell. That's my main source of doing weight resistance exercises. Again, it's not a super heavy weight, but you just have to be creative with how you're using it. Uh, besides that, I have a five pound dumbbell. I have a resistance band, which people underestimate a resistance band. You can get so many good workouts in with a resistance band. And the thing is, it's very sport specific. It's very functional. And you can basically work out every single body part. So if, if you're listening to this right now and you don't have... A resistance band i highly highly recommend you get one and just look videos up on youtube on how to use it there's so many different exercises besides a resistance band what else do i have i have a balance like a bosu ball where i can balance myself right. and do exercises there i and then i just have furniture which i've been lifting and that's that's pretty much it yeah that sounds that sounds complete like that sounds that sounds like an all you need and in fact you probably don't need any of that to still be able to work out um but you know the resistance band is one thing that i'm definitely missing out on i don't have um like a shorter one you know the kind specific for you know putting around your legs and doing like those walks and stuff like that i've got a bit of a longer one for stretching um but you know when i'm at the gym back when quarantine was wasn't a thing i was implementing uh, resistance band workouts into into my routine and i instantly notice a difference on the field like just working on strengthening your ankles or even doing banded walks it's first of all like some of the hardest exercises and some of the exercises that you see the most immediate improvement immediate improvement from um, have you found that as well like just working out weights versus resistance band like how have you seen what's the difference you've seen i guess between the two <laughs> 
Yeah, so I had a time period when I was playing university soccer. I all I would do is weights. And it was great. You notice you definitely notice you're stronger on the field, but as soon as you start adding resistance bands, it's it's a little bit of extra core strength. It's a little bit extra. It just gives you an extra edge on the field. So I haven't just tried doing resistance bands for a longer period of time, but I found mixing the two of them um, is is very effective, not only for performance, but it's also very convenient. So I was just playing overseas in Austria, and when you travel for trials, when you travel to play games, you don't have access to a gym a lot of the time, right? Yeah. So it's something you can just pack in a suitcase. It's something you can just take out and get a very effective workout in with. So. Uh, definitely, if, if you guys are listening to this, you don't have a resistance band for the second time, pick one up. Uh, Diego, you should pick one up too because it's very cheap and very convenient and effective. Definitely picking one up. So you mentioned you've, you've been doing ball mastery work. Is there some YouTubers that you follow specifically for ball mastery exercises or has this all come from just what you've done in the past? Yeah, so to be honest, quarantine for me so far, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing a lot of what I feel like doing. So some workouts, I'll just do ball mastery on my own. I'll just do wherever the ball basically takes me. I might set up a timer, 30 seconds of this, 30 seconds of that. And then when I do feel like I'm not super into it and and I need something structured, I'll tune into a YouTube video. So I've been watching, I just finished doing Rick Fitz uh, ball mastery session. He has a lot of different workouts that you can do. Besides that, um, I basically just search up ball mastery a follow along or ball mastery workout and I I tune into whoever whoever's video pops up. I know seven M- MLC, I think Michael Cunningham has a couple good ones. Become Elite has a lot of good drills and uh, I know you post drills too. I'm not too sure if you're able to do a lot of those in quarantine. But uh there's definitely a lot of great content out there. Just do a quick YouTube search and some great videos will pop up. Yeah, for sure. And last question. Um, actually, wait, before I get to the, la- the last question, what's one ball mastery drill that you feel like everyone should be doing slash like one that you feel has helped you improve the most? Yeah, so the one that I would have to go with. So if you're not regarding ball mastery, just being in place and doing small little drills, if you have a little bit of a bigger space, one that I love is just a zigzag dribble. So I just set up cones in a zigzag pattern. It can be, obviously, we're in quarantine right now. So if you have a basement, a 5-10 yard space, set them up in a zigzag drill and just work on dribbling around the cones. And that's all it is. Work on your right foot, work on your left foot, because drills like that are very game effective. So you'll you'll just be using them consistently wherever you are on the field. And the better you get at technique and the better, the faster you get at it, the better you're going to be on the field. So it's just about consistency, just about... Um, getting in the work day after day, and then you're going to look to improve. So that's my go-to that I've been doing. Love it, love it. And it's always it always seems to be the basics and the most game-realistic drills that are exactly. time and time again the most important for people to be doing. Um, exactly. I always say master, like master the basics, and then once you have that down, freestyle, do whatever you want to give yourself a little extra on the field because you always want to be a little bit special on the field. So if, if that's totally. learning how to do skill moves, do that, but you always need the basics to start with. Uh, speaking of being special in the field, do you feel like yeah. do you feel like <laughs> do you feel like um, working on your your strengths or trying to improve your weaknesses? Uh, like, which one is more valuable in terms of being noticed on the field? Yeah, I think 
I think it depends on what level what level you're playing at. So if you're at a very high elite like professional level, um, you need to be mastering your strengths, and that's because a lot of the players at that level they they already have a basic foundation of everything. So to stand out, to be to be a Neymar, to be a Ronaldo, you really need to become good at a very certain skill set and then just master it. But if you're just climbing the ladders, if you're playing youth soccer, if you're still working your way up, I feel like if you have a couple of skills you're good at, but then also improve all of your weaknesses, coaches, scouts are going to look at you as the complete player and that's going to help you get to the next level. I love that. Yeah, that's so true. And um, I feel like that sort of concept of mastering the basics, um, you know, to, to reach those higher levels when you do have the freedom to sort of master your strengths essentially it applies to like many different areas of life in general um you know i found for myself when making content that i'm so sometimes i get so caught up in in working on the details but i think the problem with that is i have the mindset as if i've already you know like got an audience and it's because i've watched you like youtube videos of people who already have large audiences and they they focus on those details but you know for me to start start off i need to work on just getting the basics which is like getting youtube videos out with just the the bare knowledge so it applies to many different areas of life and i love that you said that um, exactly I, i have a question for you for sure what what would you say makes you special on the field I feel like I feel like it's my my work rate definitely um you know nice. I'm I may not be the most like skilled player the fastest player but I feel like definitely just always you know like when if I lose the ball I'm always getting it back or if our team loses the ball I'm always like try my best because I always want to leave the field feeling like I gave it 100% like I've had yeah. games where like I know like in the moment I'm I'm sort of giving up or my mental like you know my mental sort of switching off and when I leave that game I feel so unsatisfied and I you know I hate feeling like that so I know I never want to put myself in that position again it's tough it's a tough mental barrier to, to jump over but um but what about you that's a good question actually for me it's I would say work ethic and dribbling. I, I'm someone who I work on my dribbling a lot, so I like to use that on the field. But then it's also the work ethic. When we lose the ball, I'm on the ball, winning it back. Um, when we're on an attack, I'm making that run down the field. So it, I would say it's a combination of the two. But I love that because work ethic, the thing you just mentioned, um, from my own experience and then talking to other players as well, that's one thing that's going to take you to... Uh, the next level like if work ethic needs to be there it needs to be there whether you're a defender a winger a striker if you have the work ethic down then it's just about obviously developing other parts of your game but that's going to make you stand out on the field when coaches and scouts are looking so totally totally work ethic and i feel like coachability as well being able to like take information in and and apply it um that's huge so for sure yeah, I think those are just those are keys. Like having a good attitude as well, being yeah. like coach a coachable player is massive. What's the next? What's the next thing you're working on right now? Like, what's the what would you say is the second thing you want to add to your strengths? I feel like there's a, there's a few things actually. I was just the field uh, yesterday because there's a field right by where I live and it's locked off. I'm not allowed to be on it, but I don't really <laughs> care. Um, it's in the middle of the forest. No one's gonna come check. So yeah. Um, but I was there and I was working on some ball mastery stuff and uh, and my sprint speed. And it's gotten a lot, they've gotten a lot worse just over these past couple of weeks since I haven't been putting as much effort into those um, areas as I've, as I should have. Yeah. So I would definitely say sprint speed. And just, I used to be like my, my ball skills and dribbling used to be really good. But as I've gained weight and I've, and I've changed 
um, as a player, I've moved to a more defensive position as well uh, because I've like grown. <laughs> like that's just what's ha- like earlier in my life. I was like a, the smallest guy on the team. I was, you know, I, I wasn't exactly muscular, and but I was really fast. I was always the fastest. So that was my. I, I played as a winger, and now as I've gotten older, my strengths have been more strength and and and. Um, and uh, what strength and like um and height i guess because now i'm usually one of the tallest on the team so i've moved to a more defensive position but i want to get back to where i was so working on my speed and agility and and ball control is something that i you know need to work on (laughs) cool i I love that right now is the time to put in the work which i know you are (laughs) totally totally um yeah i could definitely be doing more but uh, what about you what's something that you're working on for me, the number one thing right now is becoming more explosive because although I am a quick player, I notice that once you get to the next level, so I might be a quick player in Canada, but once I, where I just came from, I I was n- I didn't stand out for my quickness. So I'm really trying to gain that extra 1% to, to just be able to get past top defenders because once you're playing at a certain level, it's, it's different. The players are just so much better and you really need to develop your skills to another level so right now um for me it's explosiveness and if if you're listening to this i would highly recommend take take some time out of your day to reflect and find the one area you want to improve on because you need something to make yourself stand out on the field that's such a good that's such a good tip because as you could tell i was struggling to sort of you know figure out what it really was that i was that i needed to work on it's because i hadn't taken time to reflect so definitely if you're listening to this Take Sohail's advice and do that, please. It's very important. Self-reflection sure. is so important. Um, but I've got one last question before before we leave this off. It's been a good interview so far. Thank you so much for being on. Um, but I've got one just about recovery. Like, how has your recovery changed at all being being at home? Or I feel like for most people, it would be somewhat the same, no? Yeah, so for me, personally, my recovery has stayed the same because I have very good habits around recovery. So... I have had a foam roller for about five, six years now. One of the best investments I've made. Super simple, but it's super effective. You just foam roll every night or foam roll after training sessions. And also I do I do maybe what anywhere from five to 20 minutes of stretching, depending on how I'm feeling. So I would say those two things and then making sure your diet is in place and your sleep is in place. Um, those are my main ways of recovery, but it's basically stayed the same. Like I, I do a lot of foam rolling and I do a lot of stretching and then I'm also trying to ramp up the mobility work. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing the same. I, for some reason, my foam roller decided to break on me. So I have lost access (laughs) to that, but, um, I've been doing a lot of yoga. I feel like yoga is very good for keeping my body like mobile and it translates very well onto the field um and deep stretching as well like you mentioned or stretching in general that's very good but yeah that that pretty much wraps up everything that i want to cover i think we hit everything pretty well um there was one thing that i wanted to ask that uh i'm not sure if we would already cover but the video that you made on your channel interviewing the four different um, professionals and what their routines have been like in quarantine was there something that they said or something that that they all had in common that we haven't covered today that you feel like is important to bring up yeah i would say i i'd love to talk about you know something special but to be honest it was just the baseline of all of them were doing something to work on the basics and to keep their touch and their fitness up because right now is a difficult time to do a lot and 
but it's also the perfect time to do just what you need to work on the basics. And a lot of players right now, because you're stuck at home, because soccer isn't going on, they're not doing much or they, they might just be training once, twice a week, and that's it because we're in quarantine. But what I got out of them is all of them are doing something to keep their basics up, whether that's basic technical skills, their fitness, so that when quarantine is over and when seasons start back up again, they're ready to go. Yeah, that's that's a, probably a good, really good place to wrap it up. And so yeah. once again, thank you so much for being on. And I hope to have you on again talking about something different, uh, maybe when quarantine's over. But uh, yeah, do you have any final thoughts or yeah, anything? Yeah, I would just say um, find that one thing. Find that one thing right now is the perfect time to improve. Reflect, find that one thing, and then schedule it into your day. Work on it consistently because what you do day to day is going to add up month six, year one, and then you're going to notice big improvements. Other than that, Diego, keep killing the content. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I hope to be on again, and we'll stay in touch. For sure. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, man. Thanks. Take care. All right, so that wraps up the podcast. Thank you once again for listening and thank you so hell for being on. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed that and would love to do more episodes like these. So let me know if you enjoyed this as much as I did and want to hear more from various guests um, that I could have on. So so Hale is, I've already mentioned, but and he's already mentioned as well, but he's got a YouTube channel. He's a football influencer and an athlete as well. So if you follow me and enjoy the content that I put out, I highly recommend following him. All of his links will be in the description of this podcast. And you could just search up Sohail Var on Instagram or on YouTube. And yeah, so once again, thank you so much for listening. Leave your feedback um, with voice messages or DM me on Instagram. And don't forget to live life complex.